Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? (laughs) Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. I'm Melanie. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. So today is our Christmas special, and I'm really excited for you guys to hear all the stuff we're going to talk about. It's the most beautiful time of the year. Lights fill the streets, spreading so much cheer. I should be playing in the winter snow, but I'm going to be under the mistletoe. Okay, that, I, in my opinion, is the best Christmas song um, <laughs> that's ever been created. Listening to that song back, he's totally talking about, I'm not going to be hanging out doing Christmas activities because I'll be making out. Yeah. Right. The beeps. Yeah. <laughs> and in the 11th grade, that was just like the epitome of like Christmas music. That and that was vibe. when he was so good. Oh, gosh. And it's still, you said it's not? I said that was the bop. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I got it. So, my, you know, my birthday is like at the end of November. So around Christmas season, like right when Christmas season starts. So I got the CD for my birthday. And I remember talking about it in Bible class. And everybody was like, okay. Were they um, scandalized? Or they just didn't care? They just didn't care. They were <laughs> just like, aren't you too old to be listening to Justin Bieber? That's really what they were thinking. That's funny. <laughs> But anyway, so Merry Christmas. You're going to be listening to this episode on Christmas Eve. Um, And I'm just glad that you tuned in. Well, this will be published on Christmas Eve. I don't know if you'll listen to it Christmas Eve. Maybe if you're making cookies or whatever fun traditions you have on Christmas Eve, you might be listening to it. Um, And yeah, I'm really glad that you tuned in. So we're just talking about Christmas for the Christmas special. First thing I wanted to talk about is really why we celebrate Christmas. Like, the purpose of Christmas and so yeah so Melanie do you want to just get into whose birthday it is sure it's baby Jesus's birthday happy birthday Jesus love you (laughs) so yeah um the purpose for Christians so I also want to make this distinction because I know not everybody that listens is a Christian um I personally think Christmas is an American commercialized holiday that Christians choose to make, I don't like the term religious, um, choose to make relationship, I'm just going to say relationship, or should I say religious? <laughs> well, I don't know, because I, as a Catholic, we have a uh a church calendar that we go off of so this for me is a religious season like leading up to the birth of jesus it's a part right. of my calendar um well, i don't like, know like, i'm particularly how that's translated yeah and i'm saying religious just because like i don't want to 
like, and I know you have your own thing about like relationship versus religion, but when I don't like to use the term religious because I don't want it to seem like um, it's very like this stringent ritualistic. It's something that we want to do. Like, if you're a Christian, you celebrate christmas as the birth of jesus because that's what you want to do it's not because like god mandated it there's actually and we'll get into this there's actually christians who don't celebrate christmas Mm -hmm. and they're devout and they love god and they're we're gonna see them in heaven one day um but christians choose to make it i guess i can just say religious because but if you're listening you know i mean like it's not something like that you're forced to do I guess we could take back the word religious. I just thought of that too. Maybe we should when you that. when you say religious, do you mean like they choose to make it a tradition or a? Like I mean, they choose to religious. When I say religious, they choose um, as Christians. In my head, I'm thinking we're choosing to make it about Jesus because okay. I don't think Christmas is in America at least. I don't think it's about Jesus. I think that as a Christian, you're choosing to make it about Jesus. You're choosing to do to read your Bible, you're choosing to participate in Advent, you're choosing to go to church or mass or to whatever you're doing to celebrate, like you're choosing that. Because, in, I mean, there's tons of people in America who aren't Christians that like participate fully in Christmas. Oh yeah, definitely. So like, I don't think it's, I don't consider it like a Christian holiday at all. Uh-huh. I consider it a holiday, an American holiday, and Christians have chosen to make it um, religious, I guess. Yeah, I definitely think it inherently is a Christian day. It is supposed to be a, yeah. a day in remembrance and celebration of the birth of Jesus, God who became flesh of man, born born into the world amongst us. So I definitely think it inherently is christian but it has been secularized as we have evolved as humans yeah i'll yeah that i definitely agree with that so um yeah so we're celebrating the birth of jesus like melanie said and we're celebrating i mean the good news of the gospel like if jesus wasn't born i it just really suck i don't know how to like describe it i don't know the right theology theological term um to say but we're celebrating his birth and just to get into a little bit of the origins of it so um christmas originally or mm, i don't not necessarily originally but um a lot of christmas um during that time it was the winter solstice and um that was also a time that's why people who are christian that don't celebrate it because i know a few people who are christian that like adamantly do not celebrate christmas because um i don't want to like you said like i really don't think necessarily the origins were like straight up pagan but i think that Mm -hmm. it was founded around that time so i think the argument that is a good if you have evidence to back up your argument i can see why you would think it is pagan there we go. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't think it's just straight up like this pagan thing and then Christians just attach themselves. Um, uh-huh. Cause there's evidence on the contrary as well. Um, so yeah. So anyway, so this was a time where people celebrated um, festivals that honored the sun. And then it also was going to turn it uh, like 
the sun shifted so it will be become darker and colder and that's mm-hmm. how a lot of this quote-unquote started and then christians um they came and they wanted to as uh this website called crosswalk.com talks about uh they wanted to transform the culture which i love which is what we're doing here and they decided um to do the day around christmas now we don't know when jesus was born um estimates say he was born in september because of when um because of when the time that um, Mary met with uh, his Jesus. angel Gabriel. Yes. And also, too, when she met with, her name is her cousin. I don't know why. Elizabeth? Elizabeth, yes. When Mary met with Elizabeth, um, they have these biblical scholars that have studied the Bible for a really long time. They have calculated it was probably about around September. I don't know why they didn't we don't celebrate it around September. We decided December 25th, which is fine. And so, yeah, I also want to uh, make a distinction between the Christmas, like, tradition. So, like, a Christmas tree, presents, Santa, which we'll get into. And if you know me uh-huh. personally, and if you heard the episode that came before this, you know how I feel. Um, I want to make a distinction between those things aren't part of like the religion, like there are the religious aspect of Christmas. Those are just added on commercialized, um, traditional fun things that you can add to Christmas, but they have nothing to do with Jesus' birth. Um, so yeah. Melanie, you have anything you want to add? Sure. Um, I don't actually know the origins of why specifically December 25th was chosen as our claimed birthday of Christ. Um, but what we do know is that he was born 2000 years ago to mm-hmm. a virgin. And I believe the Bible even says he was born in a time of winter and snow. So perhaps that was in September. I don't know how, uh, how, the weather was yeah (laughs) yeah in in Bethlehem so (laughs) so I don't know but um I do know that as a Catholic based off of our calendar this is this is our this is our claimed uh Christmas day in celebration of the birth of Jesus and in the weeks leading up to Christmas day we have a season called Advent yes please talk about that Sure. Yeah. So technically for us Catholics, we tried to refrain from saying Merry Christmas until Christmas has begun. Because for us, Christmas season has has not begun until Christmas Day. And then we begin to say Merry Christmas um, as our tradition goes. But that's not how you know normal conversations are as you're saying goodbye to your cashier at Walgreens <laughs> right so um typically we say happy advent and the purpose for advent is a penitential season in preparation for the birth of our lord so uh a tradition that i do in my household and that i will carry on one day is the tradition of the advent wreath and so it's like a christmas wreath with four candles three are purple and one is pink and the purpose of 
of the pink is to symbolize joy. And I don't remember what the other one symbolized, but you light them every week in, in preparation for, for Christmas, leading up to Christmas and symbolism of the four weeks leading up to Christmas. And so Advent, when I say is a penitential season, I mean, it is a season that we offer up penance, we do prayer and fasting in preparation. Wait, pause for two seconds. Can okay. you give the definition of penance? Okay, um, how would I define penance? Penance is... I guess you can say when you um, make sacrifices, you you add on something more or you remove something. So it could be like you take on an extra 15 minutes of prayer or reading scripture or you fast from something. So let's say you really like, I don't know, um, being on your phone a lot. So let's say you give up watching Netflix or being on Twitter for that this penitential season as a sacrifice and sacrifices are meant to hurt because it's a sacrifice it's hard so you give up something that you typically would enjoy like something of your flesh that you really like so that's I guess how I can define penance is it's you are making a sacrifice, you are making penance, you are either giving up something or you're taking something on to add something to your spirituality. So, and we do this, like I said, in, in preparation for our souls to celebrate the birth of Jesus. Okay, well, that's really cool. And I'm glad you talked about Advent because honestly, I feel like I had maybe heard of it once ever. And okay. then um, this year, I feel like I see I saw a lot of people talking about it, and I've kind of been going a little bit more to the reform side lately, and um, I've seen some more reformed people talking about it. I'm not saying that I'm reformed for people listening. I'm leaning toward that way, though. We'll see. God is working with me. Um, but anyway, so I've seen people who are reformed talking about Advent, too, and I had never celebrated it. I'd never really even heard of it, and I tried to... I saw, um, you know, like a Facebook group of men, someone had like a little book. So like every day you would talk, I guess you would read a verse and it was kind of like a devotional. Huh. I went to go buy it and it was like, it was sold out. Oh, so wow. I, I know. So I was like, oh man, I guess I won't do Advent this year. <laughs> so <laughs> Next year I want to do it though, because I really do want to, um, as I'm getting older, I want to make sure that stuff like Christmas and Easter are really focusing on God. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't want to like. I and growing up, it was it was focused on God too. So like traditions in my house, like we weren't allowed to open our presents until we read the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. And um, what else? We we didn't do Santa. Like it was never about Santa. Like Christmas was never a Santa thing. Nice. It was about Jesus. So things like that. Um, I would like to pass on, but like um. I think there could be taken a step further. So like what I started doing this year, well, kind of last year, but I'm really doing it more more this year is reading um, a chapter of Luke every day because there's 24 <laughs> chapters in Luke and then, you know, Christmas is the 25th. So you read a chapter of Luke a day and you get up and you've read Jesus's full life story. Um, and Luke, I believe was talking, um, Luke's book was written for Gentiles. So it was written for us. So that's the other cool part about that. But that's just a side note. So I've nice. been doing- Yeah, I've been doing that too with the daily reading of Luke. 
Yeah. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. So I really think these are like some really good things to like come together and make sure that we're celebrating Christmas for Jesus' birth. And I don't necessarily think it's wrong to have a Christmas tree. I know some people don't do that. Um, like I said, I know some devout Christians that love God and, you know, love Jesus that don't do the Christmas tree. And I don't think it's bad. I just think that if you start making the Christmas tree, the presents, Santa, all of that, the focal point, then you'll completely, yeah. you're going to miss out on what all, the whole reason for the season, not to be cheesy, but the whole reason for the season. Yeah, I think a good word to describe that, like letting the Christmas tree and the presents and the decorations, etc., become like the forefront would be disordered. Like Ooh. that is disorder. That those are yeah. like disordered desires. The way you're living out the Christmas season is then disordered because Christ is meant to be the center at the top of of this season and if that is not what the bulk of the conversations and the love and everything is rotating about then it's disordered yeah absolutely and i think uh we can talk about so the episode you guys heard before this we touched a little bit on santa and my feelings towards santa but we can talk about it even more because like i really do have a distaste for santa um, yeah, and I do too. And yeah. I never, I didn't always feel this way until I watched a YouTube video a couple Ooh. years back of this Catholic uh, speaker, youth leader named, uh, his YouTube channel is called Gabi After Hours, G-A-B-I After Hours. And he made a YouTube video about this specific topic of uh, why to not teach your children about Santa Claus. And so I watched it with an open heart and it changed my mind and I'm glad it changed my mind. So now my opinion has changed about not wanting to pass on that tradition. Yeah. And like, and I know a lot of people um, have the, well, what about the magic of Christmas? You can still, I love Christmas. I love, it's not my favorite holiday. Um, my birthday is my favorite holiday, but it's my second favorite holiday. Like I really do like Christmas. Um, so the magic is still there. I still, the Santa Claus movies and Eloise movies are my favorite um, Christmas movies. So you can still have the funness of it. You just don't have to talk about Santa. Cause I mean, even like the, like Santa is just the idea of someone coming in the middle of the night. That's a little creepy, like stuff like that. I just, it's not necessary. And my other concern is how far it's becoming. I just think it's a little, it's getting to be too much in the sense of, I know people that will put out stuff for the reindeer. I know people that'll be like, okay, go to bed. And then they'll show their kids on like some sort of radar where Santa is. And I just, and you know, I don't have kids, so I, I cannot sit here and tell y'all how to parent, but I just, I don't think that that is a good idea. I just don't see any fruit coming out of that. Um, I see fruit coming out of putting the focus on Jesus. And for example, I really like that my parents had us read the Christmas story before we opened our presents and we would pray. That was the other thing we would do too. I was like, we did something else. Um, and we would pray. So like, I think that is like a really good like there's fruit in that there's fruit in um reading a chapter of luke there's fruit in um advent there i just don't see fruit in 
telling your kids that if they're bad, they won't get it. And then they're bad because no kid is ever really good. Um, (laughs) And then they still get it. Like, I don't see how that's a positive. Now, I've heard some other things about like telling your kids okay yes santa was a real person and um but you know he doesn't necessarily bring you presents or something like that like that's fine too like i don't think that's that big of a deal but it's just like i think like with a lot of things that um we do and that are in the culture there's a line like it's a secondary issue like if you decide to tell your kids about Santa, that's, I don't think you're going to go to hell. I don't think the kids are going, it's not that, it's a secondary issue. It's what you do that becomes, it's where that line is. Like once you've told and you get into certain territory, that's where issues can become, it can become something bigger. Kind of like when we were talking about the Harry Potter um, last, last episode you guys listened to, it isn't necessarily inherently wrong to sit and watch the movie but once you cross the line and gather all your friends together to have a seance, okay, then it becomes a, it's not just a secondary issue anymore. So I think it's the same thing with Santa. Yeah, for me, what really convicts me to let go of that Santa Claus tradition and to instill something different into my children, hopefully one day, is the idea that Santa Claus, that narrative of of big jolly man comes down the chimney <laughs> and, and we leave cookies and milk for him, um, that it really takes away from the reason for the season. It takes yeah, 100%. Away, it takes away the reason of why we are celebrating Christmas. It is the birth of our Lord and Savior. It is the birth of Jesus who became flesh, born of a virgin. It takes away from that and so I am just really convicted because of that and I would rather instill in my children the beauty of the birth of Jesus and let that be our Christmas celebration and solely that is to say to say how beautiful it is that Jesus would become you know flesh of the Virgin Mary and born of her and how beautiful that is that God would humble himself to be created in the womb to start off as a singular cell to start up as a zygote and develop in the womb and to be born in a manger in Bethlehem how beautiful that is that the God of all creation would humble himself and so I think that needs to be our Christmas narrative and what also really convicts me is that Santa Claus is a lie I'm gonna say it it's a lie people are lying to their children Mm -hmm. and then they reach a certain age they're at school some kids are too cool to believe in Santa and then they're like what you still believe in Santa and (laughs) it's a lie and it's different from letting your children believe imagination because imagination's good it's healthy sometimes and and so that's it's a beautiful thing to let you know children explore and be creative but it's another thing to be deceptive, to be the one drinking the milk and eating the cookies and then saying Santa Claus came last night and mm-hmm. even like showing that the Christmas radar of where Santa Claus is. It's, it's, perpetu- it's perpetuating this lie. It is deceiving your children. And so that also really convicts me that I don't think lying is okay. And especially not like that, to be so deceptive and so creative, you know, take your children to (laughs) 
meet a man and sit on his lap. And yeah, so those are the reasons why I've been convicted. And I didn't always feel this way, but I do feel this way now. And I think that it's just the right thing to do because main thing, like I said, is that it takes away from, from speaking about Jesus. And then the other reason is because it is a lie. You are telling a lie. You yeah. are deceiving your children. And then there's always that awkward phase of, mommy, daddy, is Santa Claus really real? And what are you going to do then? <laughs> so like I said, it's difference between allowing your children to believe, uh, imagine, like imagine, to use their imagination, but it's different to create this lie, to fabricate it, and then to continue with the deception. I, I do not like that at all. Yeah, I agree completely. I think once you start doing like continuing with the deception that's where it just gets really um shaky for me I know that growing up I was a kid who would tell people that Santa wasn't real and you know looking back yeah that was kind of jerkish but at the same time like I've just always been like I've always been the person to say like if it's not true then I have to tell you like you guys have to know the truth and um I remember and I know it didn't stick because I remember distinctly telling uh distinctly not succinctly distinctly <laughs> telling a friend and her mom being like shaking her head and be like no oh that's not right and I remember she winked at me a couple times like trying to get me to stop talking about it and I was like what huh and then eventually like I just stopped talking about it and I and I feel like that right there too like that's kind of like and yeah you know what sure I shouldn't have said anything but I know I was definitely in middle school when I did this um like looking back I was definitely in middle school um, and yeah, but I just, I feel like her continuing, like after like pushing that narrative, like, no, he's real. No, absolutely. Like that was just too much. And I want to add, I'm not, I'm not a parent. I cannot sit here and judge you and your parenting. Everybody does everything differently. That's between you and God. But I do think that, um, we are called to call out things that are wrong and like I said secondary issue allowing your kids to believe in Santa secondary issue and continuing deception okay that can I think that kind of crosses into a different line yeah and I think it's at the base of it is like the argument is is lying a sin yep what is a lie and is it is and is teaching your children about Santa lying ergo sinful and i just i i i cannot get behind it and i know yeah. i've i've heard people say oh but you're taking away the joy of 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 you know i don't know christmas and and the surprise of gifts huh what honey the joy of christmas is jesus christ and yes. that's all we need we don't need no santa claus yes. um i will say that I'd, I wouldn't mind teaching my children about St. Nicholas because that was a real person who left gold coins and oranges in the shoes of, of poor people and homeless and orphans. And that's a beautiful story. Yeah. About and I think that should be the change in the narrative is this is a time of giving. It's a time of joy. It's a time of Thanksgiving for the birth of Christ. But this is not a time to uh, say me, 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 happy birthday, me. Oops, sorry. I meant to say happy birthday, Jesus, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so <laughs> shifting gears, um, let's do a little bit of like what we like about Christmas. 
Um, so I'm asking you a few questions. First, I'm going to ask you, like, um, and you tell me your favorite, and then I'm going to do, like, a this or that. Okay. Ready? Okay. Okay, so your favorite, do you make cookies around Christmas? Like, is that, like, a Christmas I've cookie? never, I have never done that, but mm. actually tonight, uh, Jerry and some friends and I are going to be making Christmas cookies for the first time ever. Oh, fun. I, I, like, I've never had this as a as a Christmas uh, thing to do. So tonight we're going to be making vegan, gluten-free, oh. sugar-free, <laughs> and nut-free cookies because everyone has allergies and different th- dietary needs. So I will be doing that today. Oh, fun. That's fun, though. That's fun. Um, okay, so never mind on that. What about Gingerbread House? <laughs> I'm sorry, what was Have that? you ever made a gingerbread house? Yes, I have. Yes. Okay, so do you eat your gingerbread house or do you just let it sit and then throw it away? I let it sit and throw it away. I never even knew that eating it was a thing that people did. Yeah, of course. At least eat like the like the candy you put on it. You might not eat like the actual gingerbread, but like the candy. Okay, that's cool. Um, all right. And then, oh, favorite Christmas song? Oh, my goodness. Okay, I think it would have to be, all I want for Christmas is you. And I picked that because (laughs) I used to be a dancer, and every year for our dance, our our Christmas performance, that was our finale song. Oh, that's cute. Um, Favorite Christmas movie? Oh, my goodness. I have no idea. Uh... I remember every Christmas as a child, what is it, Home Alone, would just be, like, on loop on TV. Yeah, 25 Days of Christmas, they (laughs) played that like a fiddle. So, maybe that, just out of, like, (laughs) default of what I'm used to seeing. (laughs) Yeah, and you know, a very good point, Home Alone, I feel like, only comes on during Christmas time. Oh, definitely. I don't think I've seen it any other time on TV. You'll shoot your eyeball out or whatever. <laughs> shoot your eye out. To be honest, I think I've seen it like twice. I do not like that movie. Oh my goodness. I know. Yeah. It's just one of those. It's a classic. Yeah, like, it's a classic. It's just, it's that time of the year. Let's get it out. Let's yeah. watch the classic. Yeah. All right. You ready for this or that? Okay. Real tree or artificial tree? Oh. I want to say real tree. Yes. Um, so the one time I've ever had a real tree, I realized how much of a mess it is to clean up afterwards, but still real tree. I we get a real tree every year and like my dream, you know, in my fantasy myself and my eight kid, well, my husband myself and my eight kids, we will drive to some place where they have Christmas trees and he will chop it down and him and the sons will walk to the car and we'll all work together to put our Christmas tree on top of the roof of our I guess 12 passenger van at that point there's eight of us or eight of the kids and we'll drive back and then this is on um black friday so the day after thanksgiving so we'll drive back listening to christmas music and then we'll get to our house and we'll decorate the house and we'll have the real tree in the living room and it'll be like the fun tree so without all the little classy because you know there's like the classy trees 
um but no this will be the tree with all the kids fake or all the kids like you know when you're a kid you make your ornaments you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah so it'll have all of those and like they'll just put all the silliness and that'll that's my dream nice that's a beautiful dream thank you and i pray and i pray that comes true (laughs) thank you thank you and then fake trees in all the other rooms nice yeah that's a big house (laughs) if it's if i'm gonna have eight kids it would need to be unless we're all like sleeping on top of each other (laughs) but anyway next one the movie elf or polar express I have not seen Elf in years, but I'm going to go with Elf because (laughs) I remember that that's a funny movie. Okay, so I have a hot take. I don't think Elf is that good. Really? Well, I haven't seen it in years, so I don't even remember. I feel like everyone and their grandmother thinks it's like God's gift to Christmas. (laughs) I like, I don't know anyone else that's like I just, I don't know. I just, Elf is okay. And I've actually never seen the Polar Express. Oh my goodness. Okay, that's another Christmas classic. You have I know. to I that. I, <laughs> my mom, I was legit in college. I don't remember what year it was, but my mom almost had us dress up in our pajamas and do one of those like train rides for kids. That's like supposed to play out the Polar Express. She almost while had you were, While you were in college? Yes. Yikes. <laughs> What? yes we almost did it but my brother and I complained too much and she's like fine I just want to do this thing for our family and I'm like uh there's a lot of other things we could do yeah we would have to be in our pajamas the whole time it was it was gonna be awful okay oh, <laughs> hot chocolate or eggnog hot chocolate oh uh, I agree a hundred percent um fairy lights or candlelight Ooh, I'll say fairy lights. Yeah, I agree. Boxes or wrapping paper? Ooh, I normally do wrapping paper. Same, same. Dress up Christmas Day or lounge wear? Ooh, I like I like looking cute, so I'm gonna go with dress up. Yes, I agree. I will say, so Christmas Eve, another tradition our family has is we open one present, but that one present is always the same every year because it's our Christmas pajamas. Oh. <laughs> so it's not even really anything like big. But um, so we have Christmas pajamas that we put on Christmas Eve. And then when we wake up, everybody's in our Christmas pajamas to open presents. But then we go to like family's house that afternoon. And as the Kim of the family, I tend to dress up. Um, okay. Nice. And then last one, a glamour. Did I already do glamour tree or classic tree? I can't remember. No. So like a glamour tree or a classic tree? Define both. Okay. So I'm getting it from this little thing, from like a thing from Instagram. And the glamour tree is like really, really pretty. It's green and it's ha- it's like gold and white and it's um cl- i can't say it's classy looking it's like it's really fancy it honestly looks like something i would have in my house almost bougie looking um i don't know how to describe it maybe if i can i'll send you the picture really quick are you by your phone <laughs> yeah okay i'm gonna send you the picture and then and I'll post this picture so everybody can see in the stories so y'all know what we're talking about. Ooh. 
Let me know if you get it. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I really like the glamour one. Yeah, I figured you would. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. I don't really know how to describe it. Um, it's just, or it looks like it'd be in like, I was going to say a Kardashian house, but not even because, you know, they're very minimalistic and they are very like white walls and I don't know. So I don't, I feel like they would have more of a classic one. What celebrity do you think would have a glamour tree? Kylie. Kylie would have a glamour yeah. tree and Kim would have the classic tree. Nice. I could see that happening. Yeah. Well, all right, y'all. Um, thanks everybody for listening to the Christmas special of Those Are the Girls. And Melanie, thank you so much for coming along. I want to remind everyone there is still um when you guys hear this, there'll still be a week left to submit your design for the um January donation. We you can submit your design to hello.thoseothergirls at gmail.com. And um if your design wins, it'll be used as um, the design for the t-shirts for True Justice International, which is our January donation. And our goal is to sell $200 worth of t-shirts. So please, please enter. Um, I'm really excited to see the designs you guys have. And I, there's a lot of people who listen, I know that are really good at graphic design. So don't forget that. And then also too, don't forget, we are donating to Students for Life's Pregnant on Campus Baby Item Drive. Um, let's sell them out. Like all of those on the link is, um, on the website, all of those Amazon items, let's get them sold. Let's surprise them that they wake up Christmas day and whoever's in charge of that account looks and like, oh my goodness, there, we already got all the items. Praise God. Let's do that. I know we can. All right, everybody. Um, and I'm trying to think of anything else, any other things to mention to you guys. I think that's it. So thanks guys so much for listening. And um, next week will be another special Tuesday, Thursday episode. And then the week after that, we'll get back to the regularly scheduled programming. Bye. Merry Christmas. Bye y'all. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram, at thoseothergirlspodcast, and on Twitter, at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.